and one. Hello, 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 hello. Thank y'all for coming back with us. Thank y'all for coming back, tuning in with us. What's up? Welcome back to Room 903. If this is your first time chilling with us, thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all coming back, appreciate y'all, family. Appreciate y'all. You know, I'm here with the boys. It's your boy, Big Steph in the building. I already know who it is. It's your boy Steph, so, a.k.a. Saint Nick the King, a.k.a. King the King. You know, it don't matter what you call me, they both need the same. AKA, my head looks like a door knocker. All, all this time we've been doing this, you're just too jealous of the speeds. Can't believe it. Well, Jason out of here. How are y'all doing? All right. So, what's up, fellas? Y'all had a good week this week? It was decent. Yeah, I can't complain, man. That was pretty nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's jump right into this. Now we don't we are niggas and flies, but we don't have a real one per se. We don't have a story to focus on. So we're just gonna hit y'all with this one real quick. For the niggas and flies, aka nigga why, just why. It, and it really is just honestly for you this time to sit down. A PSA. To all of you, folks, all you white people that be out here thinking that your president will stop you from catching these hands. He won't. You can get dropped. You can get dropped. Who can? The MAGA people. The uh -oh. white people that be trying to act like invincible because they got um, a chicken nugget in the he white house. Chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, I mean, I just wanted to let y'all know. Welcome to the Niggas and Flies Club. Uh, don't let your president get your ass <laughs> Good. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump into what's on the refrigerator. That's current events for y'all. Um, so this week, what we got, um, we're going to do a real quick recap of the debate. Now, fellas, did y'all get to see the debate? I don't watch not, it. So you guys did for me. One. Huh? Not get a chance to see this last one. I was trying to catch the replay, but I couldn't find it. Well, I watched it. Um, I can tell you this: this debate was a lot better than the last one. Uh, you can actually hear people. That mute button worked out a little bit better, but um, yeah, it was all right. Hmm. It was all right. I didn't hear. That's not a comment. It was all right. It was all right. I'm telling you that. Um, Trump was hitting you with a bunch of lies and his greatest hits and shit, including talking about the, the coronavirus, talking about some 
we're rounding the corner and stuff like that. Meanwhile, the whole country is surging in cases. The whole country. Uh, um, so, yeah. Um, trying to incite some things, trying to get people to fight. Stuff. Uh, the New York Times actually did an article on the debate where they went over all of the lies in the debate. Most of them were Trumps. Yikes. Yeah. And you know, when I was watching the coverage, one of the anchors um, said something that struck me you know, in older debates before Trump, if you had a presidential candidate live one time during the debate, they automatically lost it. Yeah, they lost the debate. And the whole next week, uh, their their team would be spending refuting everything that, refuting that one lie. Right, trying to make him look good. I'm so yeah. sorry about this, American people. Yeah, but um, in the Trump world, that shit don't matter. So there's that. Speaking of which, um, the next thing we have a new Supreme Court justice. Uh, Republican lawmakers chose to kind of push forward and fast with her. Um, So now it is now Amy Conan Barrett is now a real Supreme Court justice. Um, And it's very hypocritical of Republican lawmakers because just four years ago before uh, President Obama was out of office, way before Election Day, he put forth a candidate for the Supreme Court and all of the Republican lawmakers came out and were like, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's unprecedented to do that in an election year. We need to wait and see how the election goes because we want the American people's will to be done. And here we are. Election day is next week. But you know what? You know it's difficult. This is black. Come on. So many people. That's a black. I mean, let, people will argue that uh, President Obama didn't do much for black people, but shit, he did a whole lot to white people to, to, to take them off simply by being a black man in office. And unfortunately, that's enough. And finally, you know, we're going to talk about some pretty sad news. We've, um, we have another case of police murdering a black man uh, out of Philly. His name was Walter Wallace Jr. Um, Monday, the police were called out with a complaint of an argument between him and an elderly woman later identified as his mother 
apparently, when the police got there, he had a he, he was brandishing a knife. Um, the police told him to put the knife down a couple of times, and then opened fire upon him, killing him in front of his mom. And one thing that I've been reading about it is that the knife knife seems to be a dubious claim. People aren't sure if he had a knife or not. So, yeah. You guys got any thoughts? One is... Not, not really, because I'm just kind of, um, I want to say like, I want to say like a monkey situation. <laughs> like any situation, like, don't get me wrong, I still want justice you know, for that person, but at the end of the day, like, I just feel this is another instance that, I don't know, because in, in reality, you would never see a, a white a white person get brutalized like that. I mean, and we've seen white people like literally shoot schools. That's the future we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got people shooting up the future and not one cop would ever think of you know blasting neighborings. You know what I'm saying? Like, black man has a knife. Like, let's be real. Like, I, you got a taser, a knife stick, pepper spray, a gun, handcuffs. You have so many tools that, are, that can counteract uh, someone having a knife. Uh, why is it, why is it that, why, why is the taser not the first thing that, that comes out? I feel like, yeah, I understand that people get, can get tased all the time and, and push through it, but you don't know that until you tase them. You know what I'm saying? It's not like people, it's not like you see somebody survive. Not like a bunch of people rather survive just straight up bullets. Yeah. But there's just no at least we'll often say that they're doing the job they're trying to do for life. There's just I see I never see any dis anything that tries to disescalate de-escalate uh, a situation. You know, when it comes to, to black people, but, but a white man, you know, shoot up a school and I'm sure you'll get so many people. So many people that um, just bent for him. I mean, Dylan Roof. We 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 can always go back to Dylan Roof, young white white man who went out and killed seven people in a church, seven black people in a black church was found the next day and before he was taken down was taken to Burger King. Yeah. That, that, that's the very situation I'm talking about. That's the very situation I'm talking about. You know? And and even um, back in the trench coat mafia. Right? I mean, all I watched the whole documentary, and all of it was just about a bunch of people saying, oh, they were just troubled boys. They had really good lives. And it's like, but see, all the stuff that these people are saying, it's like, 
you didn't notice any of these signs at all. Like that was a whole, like there's a whole reason why people, like kids, high schoolers can't come in trench coats to school anymore. That was the reason. Because dude, dude literally hid like so, so many like military grave weapons. He came to shoot people up. Like they came to kill. This is no spur of the moment, nothing like that was pre, like all the, like these school shootings are premeditated. Like when you look at the, the Kyle, premeditated. Or the guy that was, that went and shot up the uh, theater while they were showing Batman. Or, or the guy or the guy who literally came, drove from Dallas to El Paso just to shoot people. They think that was just a, a crazy friend. No amount of crazy is going to make you drive nine plus hours to Walmart in the desert to shoot people randomly. I don't care how crazy you are. And if you're that crazy, you then need to be in a mental asylum because that, that you are then a problem for people. But no, you'll have people like literally standing for, for these people. Yeah. And people literally defending them and their actions. Let a black man simply defend uh, his girl over what would be invaded. Sure, a situation might not seem racial, but the way you handle it afterwards, that's what makes it racial. That's what makes it a problem. Yeah, some of these are can't be counted as simple mis uh, police mistakes, but, those, but it becomes racial when those police mistakes are not held accounted for. When you go on paid leave for that, or when you just say, when you just say caution to the wind on a killer and take him to freaking Burger King after he just shot up your, your son, daughter, niece, whatever school. Not, and not teenagers, man, little kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> stuff like this, and you can, and it's hard to, it, it hurts when you hear someone try and say that white uh, supremacy or, or, or white privilege like, doesn't exist. And it's like, y'all, like the concept exists. Like, you, you guys want it to be some kind of, manifestation so bad, but no, it's a concept, the idea. That's the problem. It's the fact that you think I can I can go on, but I just I'm just gonna try to go on a, a serious tangent because of this. Yeah. John, you was about to say something? No, I was saying that sucks. Yeah. It's frustrating to say the least. You know, you just you're sitting around trying to figure out what else can you do, or what else can you deal with. And yeah. So, you know, prayers up for the Wallace family. Prayers up, especially for the matriarch of the Wallace family, because she had to watch her son get shot down by the police in front of her. Well, I can't wish that upon to be a witness of your own times, demise. That's so strong. Yeah. Um. Well, to try to end what's on the refrigerator on a lighter note, 
at the very least. Um, the LA Dodgers just won the World Series. Okay, Dodgers. So, it was their first title in 32 years, and they beat Tampa Bay. I mean, the Dodgers are the truth, though. Y'all know more about baseball than me. I mean, just congratulations to them. Congratulations. Um, All right, fellas. Let's go ahead and transition. We're going into couch talk. All right. Um, And John, Go ahead and introduce the subject for tonight. So, <clears throat> I got a um, I received a topic, or I saw a topic, um, that was not controversial, but the truth was important. Um, talking about how what is harder for men, I mean, uh, what's harder, um, why men don't want to get married. And the topic was 60% or, um, what am I trying to say? 60% of marriages are failing. Because, well, hold on. How come I'm trying to say this? What's the best way I can say this? Um, there was a, a statistic saying that recently that women are filing for divorce more than men. And um, there was a lady who was um, talking about why men don't want to uh, marry anymore is because they are, women are over-spiritualizing the marriage part of it. And they're not reaching those ex- um, expectations themselves. And the question is, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I would actually challenge that. I would say men. I would say men underspiritualize it. You say underspiritualize it? In some instances, yes. I would say they're unspiritualized. Uh, why? And a reason, well, reason being, sex. Right. So we've all had uh, sex before marriage, right? And that's not. Obviously, it's not secret with me. It's not secret with you. Hey, hey, man, don't me. speak for yourself. I am a virgin. Don't, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Three dads on this podcast, you should have told me. It's, it's, it's okay. I, I, I understand. When the baby comes, the girl don't put out as much. You know, it feels like a virginity going back. I get it. I understand. It's not a real thing. But regardless, I, I do understand you plight, my brother. <laughs> but no, but for real, I think it's it's uh, a lot of the issues with, with even sometimes I, I I think men do under spiritualize uh, marriage if you use it in that context, and I say that because um, what 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 does a man have to look forward to in marriage? Answer me that question. What do they look for? No, what do they look forward to? Um, sex? 
hey. legacy, I guess. Okay. And w- now, when you already have two of those things, then how important how important is marriage for you? Not as important. Keep in mind, we grow up in a society that um, also not necessarily pro- that, that set sex sells right and so because sex sells they yeah. sell sex more so in the relationship that leads to sex right so then you got a whole bunch of, of guys and, and girls who grew up in a society that you know wants they want sex and they got sex that get sex and then get pregnant or get baby mamas baby daddies and all that all before the wedding all before the marriage all before the relationship Right. Then you wonder wh- why you you have all these divorces is because you realize that some of the people that you got with, you know, after sex or after having that baby, because you know some people get married, you know, because they had a baby with, with somebody else, or some people get in relationships because they had a baby with somebody else. They realize that they're not actually compatible. Right. And so yeah, sex is good, but they actually don't really like each other. Right. Like, you, like, I know you. I know you guys have seen like relationships that just should have, as you know, should have ended. But the only way, or been in relationships that yourself that you know you should have let go of, but the only reason why you stayed, was the box was good. The only reason why they stayed was because you know the victory won, as, as someone would say. You know what I'm saying? So then it just takes the the value of of what marriage is supposed to be out. And so when all the man has to look forward to is one legacy to let me tell you something. Legacy is is I I I, I was a, a man who always wanted to be a father, but at the end of the day, I would have I would rather be financially secure than go rush off to try and get a kid. Right. Now when it comes to like the other thing, sex, right? I can get sex and there's just so many things. 2020 that I could uh, use so that I don't have to have a kid until I'm ready. Like, that's reasons why they always tell you to, hey, wait for sex until you're ready because sex is a kid. Right? And if you're not ready to have a kid, you're not ready to have sex. Now, when you already have all both of those things together, marriage isn't that big of a deal for me. So I would challenge that, you know? But again, to your point, though, and I'll be off of this, um, I do, I do think that there is a little bit of ca- accountability uh, to be had in uh, in some women. Obviously, over I wouldn't even say spiritualizing, but maybe romanticizing. You know, over romanticizing. I, I say, yeah. I, I think a lot of us, including some men, tend to over romanticize marriage in a lot of ways. Well, yeah. um, I would challenge it as well, but I, while I do agree that sex is a, a huge part of it, I more so think about it in a way of complacency, right? Comfortability and everything. See, like, because the thing about it is, and we can all speak to this, you're not the same person you were 10 years ago. You're not the same person you were five years ago, right? 
That's right. Yeah. So, like, with that being said, your partner should not be the same person as well. And I think one thing is, like you said, Josh, I think that do, people do over-romanticize marriage, but they over-romanticize marriage because they think that their partner is going to be that same person day in, day out for the rest of their lives. You know what? Exactly. That, that's true. You know, I actually, I actually uh, dealt with that. You know, I, I'm thinking, you know, because I'm married, and you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's just going to be like those other days, and without realizing that, like, no, because I'm not even the same dude I was in those days when we, it was we was young and in college. Like, I'm not even that same dude. Right? And she's not that that same girl. So to come in here thinking that you know we're not just going to change or that we stay, you know, wherever we met met each other. Is and, yeah, you know. in in all honesty, you can't be in the same place that you met each other at because life got to keep on moving. And if you guys have goals, dreams, ideas, things that you want to build your life into together, you can't. I don't know. You can't transition from being in a relationship to being parents. That's two different things. It's like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to be a boyfriend and girlfriend into being husband and wife. Yeah, man, because to that kid thing, I mean, some people say you need, before you decide whether or not you and your significant other are ready for a kid, you need to first start at a plant and move to a dog, then have a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like there's even stages to even see if the two of you can even handle, you know, raising something together. Like it's a whole human being that's gonna interact with other human beings. Like this is not just a dog that you know you can lock in a cage or 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 even give a give away, right? Like this is yeah. someone's life that you are yeah. protecting. And like, and and I mean those are things though you you can't get comfortable with who you are and you can't get comfortable with who your partner is you can't get too comfortable in your relationship to think that things aren't going to change because they have to that's just the nature of the world that's just the nature of people and you know people i think and with that i didn't mean to cut you off uh steph but i think with that to even then add add back add sex back on you know because uh, you, you say, you know, you don't leave for change, but see, imagine, now imagine a relationship that's based off, off nothing but, you know, intercourse. Don't leave uh, any uh, room for a growth in their relationship, right? Because you guys are, are so stuck with the sex. Like, uh, take sex out of the equation, right? Like, and you realize that Again, a lot of people don't really mesh well with each other, right? Yeah. It's like just yeah. another equation. And I think because of that, you know, the, you, you, we get into relationships that, you know, we probably shouldn't have been in the first place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, trying to shame anyone from doing whatever it is they want to do. I mean, by all means, you, you got to choose your own life. But you have to understand that if you want something different, like, 
first life. Girls say, oh, I don't want any that guys just gonna do that. Okay, well you need to take sex out of the equation. You know, it's a lot of these f boys that you that you hate so much. I mean, that's that's what they want. And if you're putting and until you stop putting out for them, they're gonna keep coming to to get what you're putting out. You know what I'm saying? More reasons why people don't say, hey, you should wait until you have. You know, a husband or right to you, you're married for sex because then you, you're you actually with someone who you who you actually know likes you for you and not just because, you know, you, you got that bomb. You got that, yeah. that, that, that bomb, that bomb <laughs> you know, yeah. that bad. You, you got that thing. Uh, but, I mean, you're right, Josh. Well, remember, did... when, it, when I said the statistic earlier that 70% of uh, divorces are coming from women in the first place. So why? Yeah, because they, they realize because they realize that they do it is is really not much. You know what I'm saying? And they're not happy. But that's the thing. I I saw a podcast with, dang, I can't remember their name. It's this cool like couple. They're talking about um, monogamy and uh, why is it that you know women want monogamy from a man? I saw that. Huh? I saw it. Yeah. Why does it that women want monogamy from a man? So when a man gives it to them, um, they don't like the requirements of the give and take what the man wants. You know, they say, you know, women want, you know, to be exclusive first, or they usually want to have it first. And so when a guy gives it to them, it's like, okay, cool. I gave you this. I want this. But there's always like this feeling of it's a chore to basically have sex with them. But at the same time, you want him to be with you only. Um, and I, I know what you're that talking that's, about. That's that's pretty true. Um, in a lot of in a lot of uh, situations where, you know, women will I'm not gonna say hold it over his head, but they say if you want to be with me, you gotta do X, Y, and Z, and yeah. and it won't happen unless X, Y, and Z happen. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll give you X, Y, and Z. So when he gives you X, Y, and Z. He wants his X, Y, and Z, but it's always some kind of like, well, in, in, in their situation, I'm too tired. I had kids. I'm working. Uh, my body is not used to what uh, used to happen over time. But it's like you want men to be consistent, but when he asks you to be consistent in a certain area, you're too tired to do it? I mean, I think, I think that can often be taken as um... – I don't know. For me, I think a lot of it has to do with communication, you know? And yeah. in reality, if you're with someone and, like, loving them, right, like, doing the deed feels like a chore, I don't think that, that you should do it because, it, it, for me, like, if, if, if the if, and this is, just, this is just me, like, just playing, like, even before, you know, maybe I was, say, sanctified and holy, uh, if you, if she wasn't into it, I can't get into it. Because at that point, it just feels like I'm imposing my will on her. And as like, as a man, I can't, like, that's not, that's not how I was raised to be, to, to impose my will on someone who is not interested in taking, going that, that far with me, you know? So I, right. for that, I think it's about communication. The outside to understand, like, when women have children, it, it changes, you know? So their, their drive, you know, get gets lower. You know? Yeah, but you um, wanted to drive earlier to have children. 
Well, but you wanted to drive to have children. So that doesn't make sense to me. Well, no one wants to drive. So in her defense, I want to use the podcast as her defense. Um, She said that, you know, she wasn't really ready for everything that came with this monogamous situation that came with marriage and everything. She wasn't mentally prepared, physically prepared, emotionally prepared, spiritually prepared for everything that she thought she was. I think that a lot of us overlook that. Not just women, but men too. We all, it goes back into that romanticizing of marriage and your relationship and everything. We're all thinking like, this is the thing that we want. We want that forever feeling. We want to be with the person that we're supposed to be with forever and all of that. Um, But are you really prepared for that? Are you really prepared for those nights that everything's not going right? Are you really prepared to deal with arguments that seem like they go on and 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 on? I done heard old people say that marriage is having the same argument over and over and over and over again. Oh, child. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you have to just be prepared for that. And and I think that I don't think that women are necessarily adding that into their their estimation of things. And men, yeah. And men, I wouldn't say are necessarily doing that, but men also understand more more men, most men more than not don't want to argue every day. They don't want to do a whole bunch of shit. It's like it's why a lot of men when you do end up in an argument with them, try to get through that argument as soon as possible. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they work out the problem. They just want the argument to be over. Yeah, men are fixers. So we naturally want, like, if there's a problem, we naturally want to fix it. Yeah. In marriage counseling, like, people, like, a lot of preachers, which they should always do, uh, pastors and all that, they will tell you that you need to go through there or even some type of marriage counseling before they wed you. Before they wed you, like, you need to go through a counseling to make sure that you understand exactly what you're getting into. Because in the long run, like, you're dealing with a, a marriage with another person who honestly is going to have, believe it or not, is going to have different viewpoints than you. you aren't always going to agree. I don't think a lot of people will do that. Then on the other side, men, women do uh, maybe divorce less. That's because men, a lot of men are taught to like, if, like to kind of deal with like the unhappiness. You know what I'm saying? Or they end up going towards infidelity. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that's always a big issue too when it comes down to it. I personally. I didn't necessarily, I don't agree with not being monogamous in your relationship. I think that that's a cop out. Um, Because it's like, 
it's super easy to go find somebody that's not going to go cause you a problem. Yeah. Super, yeah, it's super easy to go step out on, on whoever you with and find somebody who all they really want to do is just chill, have sex, or chill and do whatever you want to do, which most times includes sex, you know? It, but it's more rewarding and it's more important to stick in stick it out with your relationship and make it work it's not going to always fit though and I think that's one thing that I guess people anticipate I guess women anticipate as well that you know it's going to fit like the puzzle and it's not you're not always going to get that correct piece. That missing piece that you think is going to work ain't always going to work. And you're going to have to figure out a way to make it to make it work. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's just almost like men are under more pressure to marry um more than anything, uh, so. especially if they're in a relationship, huh? I agree. That's literally what they're at the like. A, a marriage is a life goal for a woman. For a man, it's yeah. it's like okay, cool, uh, let's do it. I guarantee, you, like a man, like you'll never hear a man like, oh my god, I just want to be married. Why can't I find the girl that's going to sweep me off my back and sweep off? Her feet and uh, like no, you'll hear you'll hear more women complain that she ain't got a man or how come she's not married and blah blah blah. You will hear a dude. All he has to do is go find some cheap little girl go put out. You know what I'm saying? Like no man, like marriage is not a goal for me. It's not it's not conditioned. It doesn't like it is for for women. I think of by all the Disney princesses. And stuff. Yeah, by all they yeah. do, they all find their prince charming and whatnot, guys. I mean, yeah, we, we might we, we might get the the girl the uh the girl next door, right, or, or the girl of our dreams, right? But it, it you've never really seen it go really further than that, right? Like just off the top of your head, off the top of my head, I can't think of, of one show where the dude was like, uh, "Oh, marriage, yay!" Except for the Hangover, and the the whole marriage thing was essentially essentially a subplot. Um and. Yeah, I was just going to say, for men, for men, marriage is like a step on the road versus an end goal. It's something that men expect to do, but not necessarily are pressed to do. They are definitely pressed to do it. What? (laughs) Dude, I mean. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Okay. Okay. Personal question. Your girl, right? You like her, right? I love her. Right? Do you expect her to expect you to marry her? She already knows. All right. So did you decide that or did she decide that? I decided that. Okay. Now, it was on your own whim? Yeah. If you get into a relationship without a goal of eventually getting married or at least marriage, like, yeah. Like then what are you like, doing in a relationship? Like bro, like Wait, if you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna have like say you're gonna do all, all this uh, you know promiscuous stuff, it's or or you don't wanna get married, there's no point in getting into an actual relationship. 
right? Like calling someone boyfriend, girlfriend, like all that like nonsense, that's pointless. Like if the goal I'm is not, not to saying. get into a relationship or not, not relationship, to get married, like there's no point. Because in reality, like there's no, like put it biblically, there's no boyfriend, girlfriend in the Bible. There's no fiance. Oh, this is my fiance in the Bible, right? Yeah. It's straight up marriage. Like, this is my husband. This is my wife. Uh, what, whatever the case. Right? Not no, oh yeah, this is my boyfriend of 25 years, or this is my boyfriend of three, like, no. Okay. Oh, you, We've created you... this concept to help people get give women titles, right? Because they want, they want to be, because right, you said, you talk about exclusivity, right? Uh, and, and then, and to also as like a prerequisite, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to marry you right now, but I do want you to be my girl, right? So I'm going to say you're my girlfriend, you know, to let you know that yeah, you mind, but I don't want to get married right right now. I mean, the goal is not I, to Can I be real? Can I can I really be honest? Yeah, Are you saying be this is a safe place? <laughs> okay, I got you. Are you saying that no one can be in a relationship unless they want to be married? Not like no boyfriend. What's the point? That's more so. That's more so what we're saying. There's absolutely you get in a relationship for. You you need an end goal for your relationship. It should not be just I don't want to be alone or I'm just here for the gram. And then you wonder why I, she won't put out because she don't want to. She really don't want to be with you. That's why. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I tell people all the time. Look, don't be looking at me for if I didn't want to be in a relationship, then I wouldn't be in a relationship. I chose this relationship because this is what I want at the end of my life. This is what I want at the end of the day. I want somebody to be with. And I don't want I don't want to just be out here just giving out empty titles. Empty you know? titles? Yeah. yeah. I pro- that's all boyfriend, girlfriend. That's that's all they own up to be, bro. They're empty titles. Because again, okay. what, what so, on your taxes or on things? Do you sign of uh, are you married, separated, or single? Not married, separated with boyfriend, girlfriend, or yeah, there ain't no complicated tab when you signing up your paperwork. That's only on Facebook, bro. <laughs> so it's a money thing. Not, it's not even a money thing. It's 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 a simple fact of like what's actual. Like it's it's a social boyfriend. The term boyfriend or girlfriend is literally a social construct. Like that, that's, okay. that's what it is. what it is because yeah. like the, like there's no legal. Thing that, that holds you, that binds you guys together. There's no moral thing that binds you together, right? Because it's at the just, end of the day, just... if you if you if you have no goal of getting married, you can't be like if you if you're out here, and you you can't be mad if she says, you know, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore because I have a goal for my life, and I want to be married between you know the, this then the third, right? Like if, if she asks you what are your intentions with me, right? Or what are your intentions with this relationship? And you just say, oh, I just really just want to be your boyfriend girlfriend. But she has the goal of getting married, and she's gonna leave you, and you can't get mad at that because your goals don't align together. No, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with what a woman's requirements are in a marriage. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I am saying is, when you are married, to me. Um, you're basically doing the same thing as the boyfriend and girlfriend outside of your financial situation. So think about it this way. If you had a boy, if you had a girlfriend, right. And let's just say for the sake of argument, 
you start having sex with her um, and you, you know, decide to live with her, right? It's no different to me, no different than being married. You do the same thing as a title as a boyfriend and girlfriend. You just live in the same thing. The only difference is you are legally by the state that you live in bound to them. So if, you know, shit hits the fan, uh, financially, someone's about to get like screwed or financially, um, most likely in this situation, um, a man is the provider and head of the household and mostly brings the money in. He's getting half of it lost because of a disagreement or whatever the case is. Is that not almost the same thing? Outside of money, the relationship still can be the same. I mean, not really. Because, because again, again, uh, bring it back biblically, man. Uh, The whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing was literally created by people. sex, Sex and finances, right? Bringing together was a full part of being married. Right. Right. And so when you have, and so you have these women who are getting more divorces because they realize they're in marriages, right, with, with guys who didn't really want to, that they really shouldn't have married, right? Because the only thing that kept them together was, the was sex. money. No, was money. The sex. Not, most, not, not even most money. of the divorces were because of financial reasons. That, you know, that, and that is true. That is true. So, and, and, but but because why? Because it, because so and so probably doesn't have it like that. But he can, well, I, what, I, he, what he does have is, is sex. He, he yeah, can't get yeah. no money. He can't make. He's spending all, all the cash on weed, but he can't. You know, but oh, but he can. You know, struggle. One it's thing not, I learned. Yeah, one thing I learned was women in general want in a relationship is safety and security. That is a very broad statement, but to narrow it down, safety like physical protection. Um, safety with their kids, somewhere where they feel like um, no other dude can harm them. And that's really a responsibility for the man. I agree with that. Security-wise, emotional, physical, financial, so on and so forth. Now, I can agree that um, men can provide emotional and physical and mental security. However, I also believe that women are accountable for their own (laughs) emotional and mental security and not necessarily depend on the man in every aspect and from what i have seen and observed um when i saw that 70 percent of the divorces are from women and mostly from uh from financial reasons to me my question was so did you marry him more so for the money to feel safe versus you know anything else because outside of um, infidelity and, and abuse, that is obviously a sign, yes, leave him. He is no good for you. Anything outside of that, yeah, all, you know, don't do it. But people have been broke and still have found ways to make money and survive off of it. Mm. And when a woman leaves a man because of survival, then what were you, I mean, because of financial, what were you really need, really loving him for? The money or his actual love? The D. That's what I'm telling you. Like, like because if if it's people may have over financial issues, it's not because they have too much money. It's because they have none, or because this dude they realize is just not uh, is is financially not good. Like he's not he's financially illiterate. Right? Yeah. Like you can get like you can get money, but if all you do is spend it on the lottery, if all you do is 
spend it on liquor and drugs. And, and, and not like help, you know, raise the capital of the household. And What's help a woman pro- get that security because at that point she doesn't have security. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a woman uh, can file for a divorce because of her financial reasons because she doesn't feel that she has that security anymore. Because whatever it is that you're doing, like for her to be like, okay, well, to me financial issues, he's taking my money, he's stealing, whatever the case may be, that security is not there anymore. And that when she's not secure, you're not making her secure. If you can't make her financially secure, there's no way you can make her physically uh, secure. Because she'll, in her head, once you get married, sex is all about a mental, it's a mental thing. No, it sounds like a Kathleen too, though. How so? Here's the reason. Because if one thing is lacking in a relationship that is, you know, quote-unquote important, the other stuff that he is doing, per se, is, for lack of a better word, overlooked. Because one thing that is a big factor is lacking. Well, yeah, because when it comes to finances, like, that's important. Like, I, I, I can't worry, I can't worry about like having intercourse with you if I'm worried about my next check. Like I'm like gonna be trying to see what I can do to to, to get that, that that money versus you know trying to get some some boom. Right? Like I, I'm worried about making sure that I can keep lights on in my house rather than getting and if I can't do that, if I can't securely provide uh, a means to say that hey we have a, a home, we have we'll have food, that's a big factor. Because you know, money, they make the world go around. I mean, no, rather money funds the world. Yeah. You know and, what I'm that, and the other part about that is that money isn't necessarily one issue. It's like we've been talking about right now. Money, not having that money not having enough money to take care of somebody bleeds into security, bleeds into safety, bleeds into the quality of life that you feel that you have and the quality of life that you feel that you need. Right. If you if if we need a security system because we live in the in the dangerous area, but you can't afford afford that because you've been uh, making stupid purchases, how am I how am I, how is she supposed to feel safe? I mean, if you live in a dangerous area because you're making dumb purchases and that's the only place you can afford to live in, how is she supposed to feel? She's supposed to feel unsafe. Exactly. Security, that money, that security, that level of security bleeds into all aspects of your life. Yeah, I don't understand. What's the most think- important? I mean, it is. I I I think money is like because let's be honest. Like you, like you can't date if a woman's high maintenance. A a a a broke dude. uh, A high maintenance uh, woman girl is is a broke dude's kryptonite. Not uh or not kryptonite. Exactly, worst nightmare. Because if she's high maintenance, but you know that you can't um financially support her lifestyle. And, and not something that she develops over time, but something that like you already know that she has. Mm-hmm. Like you've been known that, that she likes to go. I like, think of uh, the show One on One, right? Go on, Josh. Uh, you think of, 
we think about the that girl Brianna, and then what, what was the boy her name Arnez? It was yeah, a rush. and they they moved to California the very last season. Now keep in mind, like this girl comes from a, a home where she can ask her dad for anything, and he got it. I mean, that was a, a, a an issue for a few of the episodes, right? Like how she can go to dad and ask him for anything, and she get it, and then it make you know a rope boy uh, feel you know, upset or ashamed because he can't do it, right? But you knew that she was like this when you met her, right? When you followed her out here, you knew that she was high maintenance of this. Like you knew who her dad was. You spent every day at the house. You knew. So that instant, you need to do what you got to do if you want to keep her. You got to do what you got to do to make sure that you're able to provide that lifestyle, right? It's, it's, it's one thing if, she, if she's humble or, or, or she came from sort of, or, she, or, she, or she's not high maintenance. But if you always have a, a high maintenance woman, then there's no, there's no, oh, I'm going to just, you know, come here and I'm going to just uh, be broke working at, at McDonald's, right? While she has a, a father who is a whole, I don't know, like what, multi-millionaire? Like, come on, bro. You owe it to yourself and to her to at least be able to provide some type of security that says, if you get with me, I'll make sure, I'll do it. I'll, even if you don't have a lot of money, I will make sure to do everything I can, right? So that you want for nothing. Not to say that I'm just going to buy you everything. Right? I'm not saying that, but you won't want for uh, try, trying to get, get something else, right? Like you can rely on me at, at the end of the day. That's, that's what, a lot of financial, that's what finances kind of bleed into too. Can I rely on you? And if, if I can't rely on you, if she, if she needs something done, like, oh my God, like, hey, I really need my, my car note done and you can't provide that for her, then you can't be mad if she finds a way to, to do it. You can't. No, you find another do? person Not, to do it. Person, place, they like, like, whatever the case, like, you can't be mad if she finds a way to do it after she asked you and you were unable to feel that desire. So she okay. stops loving you? It's not, see, it's not, it's not about love. It's not, yeah, about, it's love not about love at that point. You can't, you can't, like, don't, don't try to mix love with, you know, me Survival. trying to make sure that, that I can eat. Because I can love you, right? But realize that I might not be the best match for you, right? Yeah. Like, when you I, can't like, love. I have... Go ahead. I was going to say, you can love people all day, but. It don't mean that you have to be around them. It does not mean that you have to be with them. So, so in this case, marriage isn't about love. No, it's not. Mar okay. I think, I think that you're looking at it too plainly. You're trying to add, add a well, little size. Here's little the reason bit. why I'm saying it this way. Uh, well, I, I because eventually I would like to get married, but I always look at the, the repercussions, the pitfalls, the pros and cons of it, right? Most people say they marry for love. Most people say that. And then when shit hits the fan, they leave. So by that definition, they don't love them. They only love them in conditional circumstances. And that in itself is like, wait a minute. That means the definition of marriage in itself uh, has to be changed based on, on circumstances. Now, if, if, if we were taught that marriage is um, made or built to build wealth between two families, then by all means, I can get with that. 
I can get with all that because it's been plain. But it has been said that marriage is sanctified and it has been built between two people who love each other and, and, and you know, better for worse, richer for poor, so on and so forth. And people don't um, take those words um, as heavy as they used to. Remember, rich or for poor, sickness and in health, better or for worse. So when I see this 70% of women leaving because of financial situation, they don't take marriage seriously. They take survival of the fittest seriously. I mean, but that's not... I I hear what you're saying, but that's not fair. Right? Yeah, that's not fair. Okay, so... And it's my safety. No, no, no. I'm going to drop two things. I get the safety. Okay. I'm going to drop two things. So two things. For one... One thing that's happened all throughout human history has been arranged marriages. Yes, for even the in the Bible. So we yeah. can't use that. For the benefit of families and things like that. Yes. So, so that's something that people do overlook. And statistically speaking, a lot of arranged marriages go better than marriages that people pick for themselves. But the second thing that I did want to bring up what I was saying that you're looking at it too plainly is that marriage, while it is about love and it is about getting to the point of unconditional love, uh, truly, um, one thing is that there's more to a relationship. There's more to life with somebody than just love. And And that's a lesson you find out before you even find somebody to be with. That's a lesson you find out with your family. Like, I mean, I understand that. I got, I, I completely respect and understand literally every single point. And, and, and I'm not disagreeing with it. It's just a wider perspective of why is it, why is this happening like this now? I've noticed more people are like, uh, not more people, more men, are saying, no, nah, I'm not trying to get married because of the hassle. And I saw on a, on a comment on, on this YouTube channel that I was telling y'all about that a guy who was divorced, he was saying a marriage is basically for a woman. So when anything happens, she gets half and is okay. And even with, uh, what's his name? Um, um, uh, the guy who owns Amazon. Oh, shit. Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. When his wife divorced him, she got half of his billions. Half. Okay. So, nothing, well, no, no, no. Hear me out. I have heard nothing from her or nothing about her that she has done impactful in this world. But yet, she gets half of his money. I understand that she has kids. I understand that she needs to live. And I understand that, that you know, when stuff doesn't work out, um, it, it it's she just has to survive. But my thing is again, what is the most what is the biggest thing when divorces happen? Money is an issue. And who yeah. mostly gets it? A woman. Because because but it's not just women. No, no, okay? no. I'm not saying it's just no, women. The thing okay, the thing about the money situation, the thing about the money situation isn't about the marriage per se. It's about the lifestyle that you have grown accustomed to. When you get a divorce from somebody and they're giving you, and that person is giving you an alimony check, that is to provide you a semblance of the lifestyle that y'all have already built. 
The right. second thing about that is using when you're using Jeff Bezos and his situation as an example, his wife was with him the whole time he was building Amazon. Right. So this ain't she wasn't this ain't no um Rick Ross, you wasn't shooting with me in the gym situation type deal. <laughs> this is she was there. She was shooting with him in the gym. She was helping him out the whole time. So in a way, yeah, she is entitled to half that money because she helped build half of that money. Okay. But when it comes to divorce, when you're looking at like who's getting money out of this situation, it's not about why it's not about them getting married for money or anything like that or what's happening with it. It's about maintaining a lifestyle. Y'all built a lifestyle together and she should and even though in some cases, yeah, it feels really fucked up and really weird. But if y'all built that lifestyle together, that partner is entitled to continue living that lifestyle. You don't have the right just because y'all aren't going to be together anymore to remove that lifestyle from them. Unless y'all have um, a prenuptial agreement and somebody violated that prenuptial agreement. Right. I get that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prenup. Uh, and you don't think like men look for women who have money? Uh, I, I, I don't really hear it. Um, men should be. No, I, mean, I mean, I mean, we should, should but, but we don't because of, of the whole provider must decide. Right? Yeah, that, that men are taught that we have to provide. So us going for the the woman uh, with, with money just to get money. Because the other thing that too, some some people don't find don't think of marriage for love. They, it's literally uh, a business. A business. It's a, it's a business transaction for some. Right? Like for some people, it's like some some women literally like get married. Because um, because they like to to get divorced and and to get money like, like, like you're right people do that but um I so I, I would say that that's also part of the, of the issue too because some some women like they, they actually get into these relationships right like some celebrity like think of celebrity marriages like some people some celebrities get together and you just know that well that's just that's plain for that's just for the paper like like they don't they don't even look like they really truly belong together but they're gonna be married for however long to get some clout and then they're just going to leave uh, or uh, or they um, <laughs> sorry uh, I just happy to see it <laughs> or they just I don't know that's just a reason for getting married like some people like get married like, to, to, to get divorced like, some people say oh, I want to get married like, at least five ten and that's and that's our you know we're looking at people like for years we didn't seen women get married to men that are knocking like literally knocking on death's door breathing on a doorknob of death um, <laughs> and it's because them niggas is paid they paid like crazy and they know that they're gonna get the money out of that so especially if you ain't got no kids or the kids are already uh, set forth, and all he had to do is die and be rich. Like, come on, like it's 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 obvious, right? Uh, and and when it comes to love, like some people like don't think that love is like they believe that love is just some type of feeling that they're always supposed to feel. You know, love is a choice. 
and uh, after everything that goes down between like you and that person, you sickness to know that you will always choose love. Uh, but that's in knowing everything that they are about and that they are for. And if what they're yeah. about isn't really going towards your goals, then at that point you can choose whether to say, you know what, I love you, but I choose not to deal with this part because this does not align with me. Right? Right. I can love you, but if you're but if if you biblically we don't align, like if you're an atheist and, and I'm a, a whole Christian, but we can't we can't meld together. And I can love you all day. If you're gonna sit here and try to make me like down to my faith or whatnot, I can't be with you, right? Yeah. And so and I and in love, I have to choose that every day. So it's not so we getting uh, divorces over financial reasons is not to say that the love is not there, right? Um, in some instances, but you have to be aware that you know sometimes that's that's you're asking someone to literally. Um, choose your issues, your um, flaws, and say, you know, despite all that, I'm going to love you and be with anyone. But if you're literally putting them in a financial hole and they see that and like and they and they know then with all means that that's why that, that's what happens again. Women women do stuff because they want to get married to two to because they want to uh, uh, get rich. That's just how they do it. Or clout, or simply because that they realize that this dude is bleeding and dry of all, not only their resources, but of just life. Right? So, I mean, that would be the reason, I would, I would say. And all right. Um, and that's going to be it for us for Couch Talk tonight. Uh, we lost John. We did have technical difficulties. Through the technical difficulties, you know, like I said, we're gonna we're, we're working on it, guys. We're trying. <laughs> we are trying. Anyways, you know what time it is. Uh, we're going. We're about to get up out of here. But before we get up out of here, y'all know what time it is. Debate your mama, not me. Debate your mama, not me. Now, uh, Ash, you got to debate your mama, not me. Well, not me, but go I mean, we we've had this conversation before, but I am Just more than willing to reiterate this conversation. Sugar does Sugar. not. Hold on. Just like, it's like sugar doesn't go. Grits. Uh huh. It's like she doesn't go in those in any of those things. Salt. Salt. On what? Lemons or limes. That's nasty. It's a nasty combination. I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna really argue with you on that. I kind of want to know where did that come from? The only thing that I'm going to say about that, and, and this is a small thing, is that um, I mostly agree with you except for when it comes to drinking tequila and doing margaritas. Like, Man, no. Nah. There are tastier things. 
and salt listen, and listen, lime. Listen, when you're doing a shot of tequila, it don't really feel like a shot until you lick that salt and you suck that lime. It sounds. It sounds crazy, but I also want y'all to know that you know this might actually help some of you men in the bedroom. You know, you should think about the woman. Salt and lime for the tequila. You know, go ahead, take a shot. Make sure you lick that salt. Just suck on that lime. My man said this would help. You know, actually, this is that's where I'm going to go with mine. Um, the basic mama, not me, uh, and, and you know, just for my men folk right here, you know. Um, listen, guys, foreplay is important, it, it's important. You want, you want to have a good sex life, have foreplay, do that, put that in your life, man. I don't, I don't understand. Why y'all don't see it that way, but you should. Foreplay is important. Women like it, and you can grow to like it too, man. And foreplay, and foreplay does not just include head. Okay. Put on show. Yeah, put on a show. Give her some kiss. Give her some kisses. Lick her body. Taste her. Let her know that she is the most important person in the world in that moment. Because when you when you take her there, she'll take you there and beyond, my nigga. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Also, um, going back a couple of episodes, uh, I just I want to retroactively uh, agree with John a couple of episodes about my Cowboys being. The most unlucky team in the NFL. Um, Trash. I think I'm done with football season this year. Trash. Um, I'm only here for the fantasy because the Cowboys are just like, ha, ha, ha. We don't know why. I don't know why you guys are fans. <laughs> and you know what the worst part about it is? Is that there's still a chance we could win the division. Yes. <laughs> Because our division is garbage. Garbage. But, um, you know, um, I think that's going to be it for us tonight, folks. Uh, thank y'all again for tuning in with us. Really appreciate y'all. As always, until after the election is here, make sure y'all are getting out there and y'all voting. Vote, 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 vote. Please vote. Let your voices be heard. Go ahead and get out there and vote. Um, but, yeah, thank y'all again for spending another night with us, another day with us, another time with us. We really appreciate y'all. Um, you can follow the show at Room903Pod um, on Twitter and Instagram. And like I said, like we said last episode, go ahead, follow us, put some comments up, put, do some things, hit us up because guess what? We down, you know, y'all want to send us some questions or anything? We're down to do those questions. If y'all got y'all own debate your mamas, if y'all got y'all own hot 
topics. I mean, hot high points that y'all want to y'all just y'all just want to throw at somebody and be like, listen, debate your mama, not me, ho. We will read them on here and we will talk about them and we will decide whether you're right or not. Yeah, live a little. Yeah, live a little, man. Live a little. Um, but yo, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You follow me on Twitter at Big Steph Coming. Um, Instagram is Mr. Better Than That. Josh? Follow me. Uh, at all major platforms. Step double underscore toe. Once again, that is step underscore toe. Double underscore toe. And you can catch John on Instagram at jsonata. Um, and we'll, t- we'll, check, we'll check up with y'all next week. You know what it is. It's all love. Make sure y'all staying safe. It's getting cold outside. Make sure you're bundling up. Make sure you're masking up still, washing your hands, and doing everything you need to do to keep yourself safe from corona. Don't be out here trying to go to no Halloween parties or some shit like that. Dress up at your house and turn on uh, Scream or whatever movies you want to watch, Friday 13th, whatever. Uh, don't be doing all that shit. Don't, don't be doing all that shit. Stay safe. Be easy. And we'll catch y'all later. Peace. All right.